Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Nathaniel and Morgan. You guys have seen them in the hunts if you watch the YouTube channel. And if you watch Kelly Girl training, um, Rocky's female pup that uh, Morgan or Nathaniel bought from my friend Dean, his female. It was her second litter. And she's in the videos that were... Tr- doing the training on it. Like I said, in a post I made on Instagram, he's doing all the work. I'm just kind of steering the, steering the helm every once in a while. So yeah. good to get, have you guys on. And Morgan's been in the videos too, cause he's helping us and he's Nathaniel's mm-hmm. younger brother. So we're all just going to chat a little bit about what we did. I know some of you guys have been asking for this podcast to kind of see what Nathaniel has been doing, like how we got got her to sit and how we did do this and that. I mean, there's some things that are just in the video, but then there's other things that we can talk about on here. We don't have time in the video sometime, but anyways, um, let's get started. One of the things, this sounds like such an easy thing, like teaching a dog to sit in some ways. And then some ways it's like, man, how do I, how do you get him to sit? Yeah. So, I mean, what did you do? Well, Basically, honestly, mom and dad kind of did it mainly. They just, because I was working, I think, mm-hmm. or something, or at school, something like that. Well, anyways, Brother Dean said try treats, mm-hmm. and we did at first, but she'd just go nuts and start jumping around and everything. Mm-hmm. She didn't do very well with that. After she got learned to sit, then she did it good because mm-hmm. she knew what she was supposed to do. But anyways, we just, every time we'd sit by her or anything, we'd make say sit and just push her hind end down over and over and over, and then she'd just got the word sit means to sit down yeah and that was that only took a couple days right it took three or four days three or four days and and you did it probably so many times we did it a lot every day yeah you know and i don't even remember exactly how i did with rocky i know i used a little bit of treats because i was kind of hold it and he wouldn't jump up though every dog's different so Mm -hmm. that's what shows there's so many different ways one thing i wanted to say at the beginning of this and we're not going to stay on this forever we're going to talk about some other things too besides just dog training but one of the things I wanted to say is when you guys that are listening to this, you look things up. You, there's so many people. There's Freddie King. There's Chris Aiken. There's Chris Jawman. I mean, I just named three that I highly respect and are good dog trainers. Um, Lone Duck Outfitters. That's actually, 
I can't remember his first name. He has a podcast as well. He's the one that told me about Chris Aiken when I started Rocky's training. He's like, I go, is there any DVDs or anybody out there that could give me, you know, that could, I could train and just do it myself since I don't have, have the money to send them off. And he suggested Chris Aiken's DVD. So that's really how it all started. It's kind of funny. Oh, really? So um, anyways, uh, what I was going to say is there's so every person that you dog train, you watch has a different method. It's kind of the same give or take for the most part. But if you look, it's like they do it this way. Some guys don't like e-collars. Some guys don't won't do your pinch. They think it's wrong. So in training. So I mean, there's just so many different ways. And a lot of guys think they know better than the next guy. And they're like, oh, you guys are wrong. You know, there's obvious things that are wrong. But like, you know, we're not going to take any offense. I know there's some comments. People have been pretty good in the comments. With Kelly, I think, in the YouTube videos, I haven't mm-hmm. really seen anybody kind of razz a little bit. Maybe... No, maybe no. one guy or something. I don't remember. I can't remember what it was. They weren't even. They were just trying to help. So yeah. Um. But yeah, <clears throat> we're always open to suggestions and all that stuff. I have. I met a guy that actually bought a Pintel picture off of me. Now I'm, <laughs> he's gonna kill me. His name's slipping my mind right now. Um, Nate. I think it was Nate, and he, him, and another guy that follows the channel. They all go do training around and stuff locally. So it might be something we'll get into. Maybe something well, you might even want to do with Kelly, like do the, do the hunt and test and, and get some oh, like things on her pedigree. Oh, like and trophies and yeah. stuff like that? Okay. Well, that, but also to get on in their name to have a higher qualifications for Kelly. So oh, okay. like on a registration, it will say like junior hunt test and all mm-hmm. this. Uh, it'll be on the official paperwork. So yeah. what did you uh, think about? So we registered her, what, mm-hmm. two nights ago? Yeah, pretty easy. Couple nights ago, pretty yeah. easy process. It was I mean, real easy, yeah. Yeah, just what it was akc.org, mm-hmm. going there, and so when you bought the pup, did Brother Dean give you all that paperwork? Yeah, he gave me all that paperwork. I think he signed a couple things, and I signed a couple things, and that was it. He told mm-hmm. me to just go online and do all that stuff we did the other night. And yeah. Mm. What do you? So let's let's start at the beginning now. What what was your mindset and your expectations before you got Kelly? Like like how she's going like, to be? Yeah, how training wise, did you think it was going to be hard, easy? Did you just the whole thing like did you think it was going to be quick? Did you think it like how in the world am I going to do this? Like what was the I whole thing? It was going to take some time. I was really excited actually just to start doing it and to get a dog and yeah. I knew it was going to be hard, but I th- I was ready for it. Mm. I was ready for the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Were you ready for the challenge, Morgan? <laughs> oh, is your mic not on? Is your mic on? I can't. Why is his mic not working? Oh, you know what? Because you're... Um, my bad. There we go. Now try it. Can I see? Hey, there, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in action. <laughs> We're back. Hey, so what I was going to tell everybody is... I would never laugh so hard. We went on a hunt last year out of state, and we laughed and laughed <laughs> and laughed. The whole trip. I will say with these knuckleheads <laughs> and their dad, Jake, which is one of, my, one of my best friends, we laugh our guts out on trips. Should we tell them the story, Morgan? No? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Morgan. Tell them that story. Come hey. on. You guys say it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is the best story. Hey. I'm pretty sure we're thinking about so, the same story. Why? You're on the podcast. You got to talk. <laughs> I don't know. Just <laughs> do it. <laughs> hey, this is a man's podcast. <laughs> okay. We can well, tell these things. While we are all sitting in, like, 
So there was a room right here. I think Titus was right here and Dad was over here in this room. And there was like a wall. And so I was sitting in right where the staircase is. And there was like a, what would you call it? Like a thermometer? A carbon monoxide Yeah, one sensor. of those things. Alarm, yeah. There was like, <laughs> I was sitting like this far from it. Like it was like this far or something. And I was sitting right there on the ground. And I was sitting there. We were talking. We were already laughing in a good mood. And we were just sitting there, and all of a sudden, I fart, let a loud one. It was, wow. I mean, ripped. Yeah, it sounded like an explosion. <laughs> so we were laughing over that, and like not even five seconds later, yeah. it was like right after the thing started going beep, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> it literally that was the funniest thing. We laughed for it. Forever about that. I go, you just set the carbon monoxide (laughs) poisoning sensor off. He's killing us. Literally, we're dying. We could have died from that. It's like dangerous. They have a Morgan around. Danger zone. But, oh, man. So we have a trip planned, and we'll start in the dog train in just a second, but we have a, a trip planned that Kelly, the goal is to get Kelly. Kelly will be, how did we say she's going to be on her first, uh, give or take, like, Almost 10 months, half. right? At, 10. Is it? Is it a little over? Well, right now she's, uh, yeah, tomorrow she'll be eight weeks and... Eight months. Or eight months and one week. Okay, so... I think it's... Yeah, yeah. Actually, she'll be a little bit before. A little she'll, less than 10. A little less okay. than 10 months. So she'll be actually younger than Rocky was when he went on his first hunt. And um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, we're excited. The goal on that is to get her... Uh, her and Rocky are both going to hunt and... Rocky's going to do the beginning part, most of the work, because, guys, I, will, I mean, we see them working together. When we've worked them together out there, it is so good for both of them. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a great I mean, you can see that, right? Like, you can see, like, okay, it teaches them steadiness, teaches them. It teaches them. The one can watch the other one, like, oh, that's how you do it for Kelly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so our goal is have her completely ready, I believe, we talked that you're going to, for the first part, little bit of the morning, you're going to have your gun down and yeah. just holding her ready to work her. And, and that's so key. And I appreciate that you have that discipline to do that because you know, you have enough common sense to know, like, if I get her, if I start off on a bad foot. Oh, yeah. It'll. And I'm just as excited almost this season to hunt as I am just to watch her. Yes. I'm st- Stoked about that. Yeah, right. Like that, <clears throat> that gets you so pumped knowing, man, this is, it brings a whole nother level. And yeah. you've got a taste of it though, because you've hunted with dogs, mm-hmm. a good dog, you know, you've hunted with Rocky a yeah. bunch of times and that makes, you don't notice how good a good dog is until you hunt with a bad dog. Oh yeah. And you're just like. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think a dog is all about getting your ducks. It's not. How people say, ah, I like getting my own ducks. I understand that, but. A dog is so much more than just going and mm-hmm. getting your ducks. It's a friend. It's it's another it's a hunt hobby. Partner. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hunt partner. It's just so much fun. It makes Hunter a whole nother level. It does. It does. You know, and the sad part, not to be a negative one, but it's like it's sad that they only last for so long. I know. So, I mean, you it's really got to take advantage mm-hmm. of every single hunt, every second, you know, yeah. and, and just build that relationship. It's kind of crazy. Like, I think of the places where me and Rocky have been. We've been all over the place together. Mm-hmm. We he's flown in an airplane over to Kansas with me. We, you know he's went to Idaho, to Washington, to Nevada, Cal, all over California from mm-hmm. from basically our area in the grasslands up to Northern California to the border of Oregon. I mean it's crazy, you know. So 
think about that. I mean, like those are lifelong memories, you know. And I, I mean, how do you feel about it, Morgan? What are your thoughts with having Kelly and just? I mean, does it does it change anything for you? Your mindset um, going out. It's just nice having a dog because, like, it it's like they're hunting with you, like how you guys said, mm-hmm. another partner or whatever. Like, I've watched videos where when your gun's on choke, I mean on safety, mm-hmm. right when you click the safety, they're just looking. Ready. Right, yeah. And that's when, you know, that's when you know they're good dogs and yeah. they're always with you and all that. Yeah. And it'll just be nice having a dog, too. Not only for getting birds, it'll just be nice for my brother. Yeah. It's nice seeing them set up being like out, like um, playing games or something. Mm-hmm. It's something good for him to do and yeah. ha- like outside working with her actually. Yeah. And it's cool watching the process like uh, like right at Hilling when she first started, how mm-hmm. we were talking earlier, watching her trip tripping like looking mm-hmm. around now she's like actually doing really good right which is really cool i like watching the process of it yeah the whole progress and everything yeah, yeah that's so true so we we talked about you got nurse it and then you went uh let's see what do we do next so we did the sit which sit. that was at the very beginning that was young young that wasn't formal we training did little things like kennel and kennel stuff like you that. taught her that really quick what was your process to teaching them to go in the, her go in the kennel basically the same as sit the kind of same process just over and over just every time we put her up or anything we said kennel mm-hmm. it let her hop on a couch or anything kennel just anything we did we always said kennel mm-hmm. and I guess it just clicked yeah stuck. And it does. It, it, it the, That's what I've said a lot about this whole thing is just doing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It will stick. It's like a brainwa- brainwashing process. Yeah. Um, so kennel, guys, I've said in the videos, if you haven't watched them, um, means into or onto. Because some people are like, why? So a lot of people use place, like place. Like, go, you know, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Some people will say kennel to go inside of a kennel, and they'll say place to go on a certain dog, like a dog stand or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's, like Chris Aiken says, and that's fine if that's what people do, but it's redundant, meaning it's the same thing in a different word. So why yeah. have a dog multiple words? Mm-hmm. Try to use as minimum as you can. So on into or onto means into a kennel or onto a truck bed or onto a dog stand or onto a couch or what, yeah. like wherever you're trying to put that dog. Mm-hmm. So you taught him that. So then that was kind of the very beginning um, uh, obedience training where they're, you're they're learning no, you know, like no. They the tone, all your tones that you're using, no. It's different than here, you know, like really nice. Yeah. So that's all that little process as their puppies. Um, Kelly was what basically already eight weeks into eight weeks old, and she already knew those things. I think mm-hmm. kennel and no and sit. She might have been yeah. a little older for kennel, maybe older. nine weeks, ten yeah. weeks. But you're training that whole window of time. Yeah. You're getting them to do that. Mm-hmm. Then. We didn't start formal training. That was pretty much it. For the most part, you're just um, socializing them with other people. Man, with all your parties. I mean, Kelly's yeah. such a great personality. Yeah, she know? does. And really, you're just going around, getting around people. There's nothing else we really did, was there, in that that stage? That, like before the six months where we were just... You mean being good with other people? No, just in general training-wise. Oh, That's yeah. really all we... There wasn't nothing else I don't think we do. No. A lot of attention. Lots of, yeah, lots of attention. She's really got a good life. The more you can be around your dog with them 24-7, the first 
several, you know, several weeks, several months is so key for that bond that creates there. So at six months is when the work began and that we were all chomping at the bit for that. Like, let's get this going, you know. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. And so what did we start with? I believe it was, um, was it, Hill? I think it was. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, throwing bumpers and stuff like that. Yes. that Was, was that part? Of, well, that was beforehand, though, like just getting her to retrieve and stuff, right? Yeah. Well. And bring, the, we bring the, the point up about that, about retrieving. About like. Like how much. I don't, I don't want to say it for you, but like. No overkill. On oh it. yeah, just five throws every day, and she loves it. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you told me you don't want to. I guess how would how did you, you want to leave it? them wanting? Yeah, leave them wanting. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, and that just brings up the drive more and more every time you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and even if you skip a few days, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you. I was telling you, if they're not acting too excited about it, don't then don't yeah, do it. Wait for it. two, three days. <laughs> get back to it then they're pumped up again you don't want a low drive dog you know because in her bloodlines rocky is a lower drive dog anyways so but her mom is higher drive so that's kind of a good mix for kelly because yeah. kelly's got high drive mm-hmm. you can yeah, tell she does and she can be pretty mellow she, i guess you'd say yeah at times too mm-hmm. yeah so we started with the hill training and I, it's not that i'm not gonna try to teach it in here but because we did it in the videos and we talked about how we did it, but like, we we started. What was your thoughts on Hill? Was that? I know that first, that got a little overwhelming for you at first. I yeah, think. it it did. 
especially when I was when we I was doing it and doing it, thinking she was doing she was doing good, but I thought she was doing excellent, and then come to find out we were a little too snug, mm-hmm. and then when I let off slack to where there's no pressure until I tugged. She wasn't doing the greatest on that because she was used to that pressure, and if she felt that pressure, she knows she was right beside me, solid pressure. And uh, it didn't mess her up. It just kind of— It stretched it out a little yeah. bit. But that, yeah, like you said, it didn't mess her up. Yeah. It was just she was being trained that way Yeah, without knowing it and for both of you. And then I, but, and I didn't catch it as someone trying to help you. You know, so, I mean, I take blame for that, you know, not noticing you had it so kind of tight. Not tight. You weren't dragging her around. No, no. But like just, you said, she felt the pressure with the check cord. Like, okay, I'm in the right spot. And when you're making turns left or right, it, making circles. pull her. Exactly. It would help her steer. And it wasn't letting her know, hey, my right ear needs to be right by his knee. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where your dog needs to be. Not touching you, not tripping over you, but just at that same point. And once we, you worked on that, and I will say, how many times a day do you think you would work with her on and off, you know? Two, average two times a day, probably. Two, maybe three, two, probably about average. And how long? Five, ten minutes was max. Like, that was almost too much. Seven minutes. Mm -hmm. And you could tell her temperament, right? Like, from the time Mm -hmm. she starts till that point, you're like, okay, she's totally acting like she's... Yeah, the second she got to her, like, I'm done, I totally stopped. Well, I tried to. Anyway, sometimes I want to keep doing it. Fix something or you didn't like the way something was done, yeah. But that's key. That's what's key is Chris Hakens stressed that so much in those DVDs is, like, you got to, like, five minutes, seven minutes, don't overdo it. And you don't realize how quick that goes. Mm-mm. Until you're, you look at the time. You're like, oh my goodness, we need to stop. It's already been twelve, fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and, and that can happen easy if you're doing. She's doing good, super easy, because you want to keep doing it. Yeah, because it's even fun. Just to but do when it. what happens is they go backwards. Yeah, you know, like you'll do too long, and now she's tired. She's ain't. She's not paying attention as good, and then you get frustrated. She gets down in the dumps because the dogs. Their tail stops wagging. You really got to yeah. It's gotta almost stop. like a hill when you're training. She's doing good, 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 good. And you'll stop before you're at the peak of the hill because once you get the peak, you start going down. It is. Basically such a good. like that. Yeah, such a good point. Yeah. That's so true. And that's, you've got to stop before that point mm-hmm. because you just got to, you got to end it on the good note. And I don't know how often you did it, but every once in a while, sometimes when I know I was over there, you end with a fun bumper. That's what he calls yeah. it. Just just toss it. No discipline, no steadiness. Just That's go get right. it. I forgot about that. Have yeah, fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's a total different dog when I get that bumper out. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm done. Get the bumper. She's a total different yep. dog. Which proves they're not tired. <laughs> yeah. They're not hurt. They're not sad. They just don't want it. They're done working. They don't want to work. It's uh-huh. like we are when we have to dig a ditch. It's like, ugh. As soon as you say, hey, we're going to go golfing, you're like, hey. Yep. <laughs> you know? so Exactly. Yeah, so that that went really good. I feel like, I, how long do you think of a process just for that, not until we went to the e-caller? How long do you think that was? Well, okay, let me say this. In the middle of that process, we were also doing the sit-stay in here. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay, so were. there was a lot being learned right there. Yep. And we weren't accepting anything less than perfection, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about that before we ever got into that. I was like, hey, there's going to be times you just want to go move ahead. Like, oh, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. But that's not 
that's not acceptable. Like no. we talked about that. And I know you guys were on that same page and that's what I try to encourage anybody listening. I know a lot of you guys wanted this because some of you are about to get pups or you got some pups and you're at the beginning phases. Do not accept anything less than perfection. And when I say perfection, I don't mean like, like they're going to go win the grand champion national thing. I'm just talking about like they don't, if, if you're walking and healed, no dog's perfect, right? But if you're healing and you're putting no pressure on the check cord and the leash, whatever you want to call it, and they're staying right with you and you're making sharp turns and you're doing all this. And I mean, they're on you and it's like, dude, this is amazing. That's great. But if you're, if you're turning right and they're in La La Land over here and then you turn left and they fade off there and they're not paying attention, they jump way ahead of you. Because that was one thing Kelly did a lot mm -hmm. to you was try to get way ahead of you. Yeah, she did. Whereas Rocky would drag behind. I'd have to jerk to get him up. She'll do that every now and then, but that's more But rare. more, she was more ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so whatever the dog does, every dog's going to be different, but we did not, We were like, we're not moving forward till she stops doing that. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while they may do that, but I'm saying like you, for the most part, you want to go days and not have her have yeah. an issue like that. And, that. and you got her to that point. So then we moved into the e-collar. And I will say, I even was a little, I didn't tell you this, but I was a little nervous about it because... I feel like Rocky transitioned into it so good. I was like, did I just get lucky? Mm -hmm. Or it, is it really not that hard like you think it is? Yeah. We think it is sometimes. Um, I feel like she did good. She honestly. did. She did. I mean, do you remember what happened that first time we did that? Well, we kept the lead or the check cord on it at first and just went around in a circle probably twice, not even using the, I don't know, did we use the shot caller at first? And then we used a shot collar instead just to break it into it. Just yeah, it. well, I think you were doing it at the same time. So yeah, if you make a kinda. correction, you were hitting on the lowest setting, number mm -hmm. one. Trust me, it don't even hurt you. You could put on it. It don't even feel like you're touching like a, what's those batteries that you put? You can put your tongue on yeah. the two. It's not even like that. It's not even that much of a nick. They call it a nick. It's an electric stimulation, but it literally feels like poking you with their fingernail. It's not hurting the dog. And I will say, I'm going to do a little rant here for a second. I'm sorry, but it like it, it just literally drives me nuts. I am no dog trainer professional. I haven't done. I have no accolades. I have nothing to show for anything except the dog is very to me. Rocky is very well trained, especially when I stay on top of it and I don't get lazy. Right? Mm -hmm. People, there's some people that fight the e collar, and I just and pressure ear pinch. They won't do ear pinch. They won't do e collar. Again, it's your dog. Do whatever you want. But they're struggling so... Some people are struggling so bad because they won't do that because they think it's mean to the dog. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's mean to the dog? Uh-uh, not at all. Coming from a different person. Be honest. If that's how you feel, go ahead and say it. I mean, what was uh, your first thoughts of going to the e-collar? Be honest. like Going to the e-collar? Uh, like putting it on her and hitting the button. Was there any concern there? Was there like, ah, I feel kind of bad doing this? No, I didn't think it. Well, we've had I've had shot collars on all my dogs my whole life. I oh, didn't okay. think anything of it. Okay. You know? Okay. I felt bad for her one time when uh, we went to the canal and had it on her, and it was like on three because she wasn't, wasn't reacting with it at mm -hmm. all, or two. And we went to the canal. She got in, got out, and she was not listening. I Bumped her, and she, she just squealed and jumped up. I guess is that water, huh? It is. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I learned with Rocky, too, is it intense water when they're wet, and that's against them. It intensifies it. 
So he really got, that's something you want to pay attention to. But I mean, let me cover for you there. It's not like you're just hitting that and uh-uh. bumping her with that thing all the time. And it's like she was really, no. I don't know what she was doing, but like whatever it was, just Nathaniel's not going to just. Around. Yeah, come to you. She's not gonna. He's not gonna just do that because this is not what that's. It's not to punish the dog. In all reality, like Chris says, it's so true. It's to help the dog. It's to save the dog. It's to make the dog better. But it's also to protect the dog. It's an extension of the check cord. When the check cord only goes thirty feet, after that, what happens if you don't have e collar and you don't believe in that? And that dog's out there fifty, sixty, eighty yards. And they're running towards the road and a car's coming. And you say no. And they don't listen to you, which they should. You can get it. You, for the most part, like through a season of duck hunting, when I have the e-collar on Rocky, I bet you only hit it two times all season. I literally don't touch yeah. it because he listens. Mm-hmm. But what about that time when the dog's running into the road and they won't, they're not hearing you maybe? What are you going to do? You can't do nothing. There ain't nothing you can collar. do. You can't reach them. And so that can save your dog's life. An e-collar can stop maybe a fight. Like maybe some crazy dog's coming to come after your dog. You get them to come here, and they, maybe they're not listening. Because, hey, I'll tell you what. When one dog sees another dog, they, they almost lose their hearing. They almost lose their mind. Even if they're a calm, mellow dog, it's just instinct. So there, there's so many reasons. One of the other reasons is for, like, force fetch and um, uh, hand signals and drive. There's things that you use that will increase the drive, will um, make them more snappy when mm-hmm. they sit. And it's not a fear factor thing. It's just a quicker reaction thing. So I don't want to stay on that very long because I already ranted enough. But like, I'm telling you, if you're struggling with your dog and you think it's a crime, you think it's wrong to do e collar it's not. It's not. And I guess you could say, what do you know? You're, you've only done one dog and you're helping with another one. You're right. But when you get pl- enough four or five years experience of using a dog with one and without one, I'm telling you right now, it's a massive difference. Mm-hmm. So right now we're in force fetch. How do you, what do you feel about that? And like, how do you think that's going? Like kind of talk about what you've had to do with her on that. I think she's doing pretty good. The thing I make, I don't, it could be just me, but I honestly don't think it's the greatest. I mean, it looks good. But I think it's almost too hard and uncomfortable, and she just doesn't like it. I don't think she likes to feel the uh, the paintbrush roller. She loves just the feel of it in her mouth, and just, just even just likes to gnaw on it and everything. I don't let her, but <clears throat> I think she enjoys it better when it's in her mouth and doesn't mind it as much. And it's light, mm-hmm. but I mean, a duck isn't very light. But what do you you think? It's fine. The small diameter might be that? something. What the small one? No, the uh, the paintbrush. Yeah, oh yeah, the paint roller. Yeah, cover. Yeah. Oh no, that's totally fine. That's what Chris uses with his dogs too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just that though. Because right? um, you go that to a duck not that's heavy. really. No, you need to use multiple things, and I was going to talk to you about that anyways. But I mean, you need to use multiple things. Like Chris Hagen said, he would use a, a stick, piece of wood. Mm-hmm. He would use um, a force fetch bumper. He'd use a paint roller cover. He would use. Dude, I've, I can't even remember. I think it's in my videos, my old ones with Rocky, but I would grab like random things that, dumb things that they would pick up. Like, I mean, this isn't a really good example. Like, I'm saying if those were, if these were sitting there, I'd be like, fetch. I'd say, fetch. And he'd pick that up. So you want, the mindset is whatever is there, you have to pick it up yeah. to the dog. You're, you're, you're brainwashing them. Because if it's always a paint roller, 
then when it comes time to fetch that duck up, is that, you know, are they going to do that? It's not a paint roller. It's not a paint roller anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely want to do op- different objects. You can find stuff around your house, I think, you know, look for some things that yeah, I think once we so. get her there, and I mean, I still feel like you could switch out. She is even reaching better since the two nights ago you came. She's doing yeah, a lot better. She's, she's actually just reaching. reaching. Yeah. I'll put it down here. She'll lean all the way over across oh, the Oh, she tailgate. is? Yeah. Oh, good. She'll, well, then she's already doing what I was telling you we, yeah. we need one to do on the next step. Yeah, because the next the first step, five times I do it, she does great, and then she gets in that, I guess you'd say stubborn, lazy mode. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's she just is. force fetch, man. Yeah. They they just it's not fun for them. Uh huh. After the whole, that learning first beginning learning process, after that, it's that it almost looks like they like it, mm-hmm. like walking fetch. When I did even Rocky, I just did it the other day just for the fun of it. Yeah, he just whoa. I mean, he lunges for it, picks it up. And we'll he'll heal and then we'll walk or he'll turn spin around sit down depending on what I'm doing. Yeah, he loves it. Like and every dog I've seen do that, they love it. So once they get to that point, it's almost it's it can turn it basically can turn into a game, mm-hmm. like a fun game for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what you want to get to. That's why I said so much praise. Use praise, praise like over the top. Get loud. Yeah. Like, oh, good girl. Good. Like I think that's helping too. Honestly. See. Instead of just like, good girl, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. like almost ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> praising. It is. But, dude, you're getting them jacked up. Like, yep. that's what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that too, with that drive, that whole, you can see what that does to a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, when we'll teach her um, sit on whistle, so that's coming up pretty soon too, is, well, we'll do scenario training for the hunt season. But after that, when we start getting the hand signals and all that, before we get into hand signals, mm-hmm. one of the ways you teach them to sit on the whistle where they'll turn around, spin around, sit, and look at you, which we'll do later, what you do is you're like, it's like you're going to do a fun bumper, and you'd be like, hey, 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 you're like swinging yeah. around, and they're getting all, they're watching the bumper, and if I remember right, don't quote me on this, everybody listening, but, oh, okay, that's what it is. This is, this is how easy it is to teach them. Literally in one day, you can have Hands them turn around. No, to sit and turn around, look at you on a whistle. So whistle oh, stop. okay, yeah. This is how easy it is. You'll be like, hey, hey, you're swinging the bump around. They're going like this. They're bouncing back and forth. And you'll fake throw it. You'll go like that. And they'll turn to look where it went. And you'll hit your whistle. And they'll because it's loud and you're yeah. right by them, they'll turn around and look at you. And then you say, sit. Oh, Okay. And that's how easy it is. Yeah. And then you can throw the bumper. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's crazy how easy to train that is. I was like, that's it? Okay. I never now, thought of that. Yeah. I was thinking, how are you supposed to right. train a dog that? Yeah. That, and that's how you do it. Huh. It's crazy, dude. You'd be shocked how quick they learn that stuff. And one thing I wanted to bring up is when you start training a dog, they're learning how to learn. Does that make sense? Really? They are learning oh, how yeah. to learn. So the more they learn, it's like the easier they learn. Yeah. If you notice that with Kelly, she's learning things, harder things quicker. Once she gets out of the force fetch, it will even go quicker because that to me is one of the hardest things. You get through force fetch, it's like everything else. Like, how did they learn that that easy? Like, how did? I mean, really holding. To me, she picked up holding like. Oh yeah, she did. Like the first time. Mm -hmm. And what did we do for that? We just remember we kind of. I what I did I stuck her finger right where it is a soft spot and she shut her mouth. She'd keep her mouth shut and hold it. Mm-hmm. Just right there, kind of. You grab the roller, 
You put it little, in. Stick it in. And clear she, her lips. Like yeah, pull her lips off the side. Because so it not did get her lips. caught. Yeah. And then you just hold underneath there. Just and say hold. It will, when she looks like she's just playing with it or anything with her yep, tongue. toying it. Just kind of shove up. It's almost like a soft pot almost. It and is. she shut her mouth. Yeah. Or hold on to it. Clamp on and to it. And now she'll hold on. I haven't tried as long as I can. Wow. But she can for a long time. Yeah, she'll hold as long as you want her yeah, to. Yeah, really, she will. Yeah, she's doing really good. Again, guys, all that's in the videos. I know some of it, we're not being like super in depth about it, but it's all in the, we're in depth in the videos. We're just kind of talking about the whole process. I mean, how do you feel it's going? I think she's doing good. It's a slow process, but I think she's doing well. I guess it's it is, you want to be isn't. in a hurry. It's only like two months. Yeah, it, you think about it. Yeah, it hasn't. It's not that it's been. Sl- it's almost like okay, I'm ready for the next step, yeah. kind of thing. I guess you'd. I say. bet you are right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am too, because we're going to go out to our local uh, public land um, refuge that they leave open, and we're going to go do scenario training. I mean, how fun is that going to be? That's going to be a like we're all gonna last. Fun. Yeah, we're all going to throw our waders on, mm-hmm. take a couple uh, ducks, let them thaw out like actual live birds, take some blanks out there. That's going to be stinking fun. It'll be really fun. That's going to get us so pumped for season, getting mosquitoes a bit oh, all over yeah. just everywhere. Awesome. <laughs> Isn't that your favorite, Morgan? <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, though? How quick would you take that right now just to start duck hunting, man? Oh, man. Just like that. I can't wait. We don't got a long time. No, not it. that long at all. Really, we not don't. Like you said, about two months, huh? Yeah. It's going to be close. So, got lots of lots of big plans. What's your, what's like, Morgan, what's your kind of goal do you have any like goals this season plans like what in your mind like bird wise or like a bird you want to shoot or how many birds you want to shoot i want to shoot a canvas back canvas back canvas back and uh i doubt it'll happen but i want to try to do the trifecta hey <laughs> it could that would be fun have you ever got close uh i got a drake cinnamon and a drake green wing and lost the drake blue wing you're kidding me I've had both. And so you kind of did it. One. I mean, you can't claim it. I saw it, it, and I didn't know what it was, but it, it was real pretty, and I didn't want to blow it up, and I ran over there, and it just, right before it ducked, it looked at me. I was like, that's a blueing. It went under, no. and I lost it. It was gone. Are you kidding me? It was right It was right by his toolies. Just bloop. Gone. Oh, and see if you had a Kelly? Yep. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> Kelly is going to, oh, man. Oh, can't man, wait. I'm excited. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Dude. Now, don't get over the top as far as her nose this year. They say the dog's nose. Like expectations? Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, let her, let, I'd rather something surprise me over the top. Like, I can't believe they do that than think they're going to do some, yeah, like, for sure. miracle I'm, worker. Yeah. I'm, and then they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kind of keep low expectations and let, low expectations and then let them blow your mind. Like, how in the world? Because their nose is not um, fully, uh, what's the word I was looking for? Developed, fully developed, in their like their first year, their age wise. If if they're, if they're young like she is, is what mm-hmm. I've been told, and I did notice an in, unbelievable difference between uh, the first year and second year. 
the nose. Oh, with Rocky's yeah. nose? Just yeah. crazy. And as soon as they figure out what the the goal is, like they've got to search and look and smell out these ducks, it's just, they know what to do, man. Like after that, you just go fetch them up. Like, and that's where you'll use that word, fetch. Mm-hmm. I say fetch them up. Maybe I shouldn't say fetch them up because that's not the one single word like fetch. Mm-hmm. But getting your dog pumped up, you've heard me do that with Rocky. Fetch him up. Yeah. Come on, fetch him up. And his tail, the more I say, the more his yeah. tail's going, the more he's sniffing. He's like, I want to find this bird for cats. Yeah. harder. Yeah. So those are little things. You'll you'll build that bond with Kelly, like, with naturally. Like, how, you'll, you'll do it different or whatever. You know, you'll have your own way and method. But mm-hmm. I just can't wait to watch that with you guys. Like, you guys, I know you'll be calling me. You're never going to believe this. Yeah, we will. It's totally going to happen. Every hunt. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. so. That's so awesome. Your dad will be just as much doing oh, that as yeah, you. Oh, yeah, he gets just as excited. Mom will, too. She'll be calling you. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. Does Rocky pick up geese? He after? does now. Now? He struggled the first couple of years, but he didn't have any exposure to him Because he got pecked or one. Well, no, the coot. Oh. So the coot got him, and that's where I was like, man, that's why I want to do not want to mess up Kelly. That's oh, part, yeah. that's part of a dog's that. drive, too, though. If a dog's aggressive and has high drive, they'll, they'll want to rip that dog's that duck's head or goose goose's head off they don't care yeah but a dog like rocky that's more of just kind of a chill like eh. yeah I've, and it's weird because i've seen him be aggressive i've seen him just like oh just rip a duck like and i was like whoa where'd that come from and i've seen him do that with geese too actually when we went uh up north last year um mm-hmm. in the sack valley yeah and i shot those three snows mm-hmm. i, I actually that. found the footage I'll show you guys when we get off here Did real you? quick. Yeah, I sh- I got when I shot the banded pinto. I had that on GoPro. Oh yeah. I don't know why I didn't oh, make a video. That one. I didn't think I got that on video. I didn't get. I got Rocky bringing it back to me, and then the stinking GoPro died. So I with didn't. With the pinto. Yeah, with the banded pinto. Oh. But I I didn't get me like realizing it had a band on it. That would have been so cool. I'll show you the man. clip when we're done with this episode, but. What was I? Where was I going with that? Oh, about how he he was aggressive with all three of those geese. You can see it in the video and brought him right back to me. Was he? So I'm like, now two, three years of like the first two or three years, he'd be like, oh, don't hurt me. Yeah, when you we know? went that same refuge two years ago. Yes, he was yeah. doing that then, huh? Yep. Oh, me that would drive me. And again, part of that's my fault because I sent him out in a stupid coot that was alive and it was literally like his first yeah, retrieve. Goose was alive too, huh? That's probably what Yeah, him, but think. see, I still think he's a little bit intimidated by him. Like, by okay, last year he didn't pick that honker up because that honker was still alive. I don't so I really there. make a point to build his confidence up even though he's four years old mm-hmm. that I really want those all any geese completely dead. Ducks he don't care about. That, yeah. But they're bigger so it intimidates him which... I get embarrassed for that and hate that. I wouldn't be it surprised if Kelly barks at her first geese. <laughs> she barks at. She, there was a plastic bag rolling around in the yard, just a bag, and she was freaking out over it. Running she ran around forth, and just barking. in circles, facing it That's hilarious. for probably five, to, two to five minutes, just solid, just barking at. <laughs> scared That's to death. So funny. It was fun, and she barks at every little thing. Then she once, has a deepest once she bark. She figures it out. She runs and grabs it and drags it away. Yeah, she has the deepest bark. <laughs> It's crazy. I was like, man, for a little. That's one thing about her. When she like, if we take our shoes off, she'll grab that shoe, drag it off, and don't touch it. Just yeah, she don't it. chew it up. She don't chew it up. That's but good. it's annoying how she takes it away. Yeah, it gets <laughs> it all annoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but, then we'll tell her no. We'll go inside, and then she'll we we'll look out back out in the yard and it's in the yard. <laughs> She's a brat. Yeah, 
He's a good dog, though. Yeah, super, super great personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good looking dog. Can't wait to see her out there. Uh, what do we wear? Uh, 58. Yeah, two 4? nights ago, 58.8 pounds. Okay, and you're feeding her? Yukonuba. Uh, I forgot what kind it was. I know it was the, it's the youth. Puppy. It was the puppy youth. Large and, breed puppy, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, you can use it up to two years. Two years. So yeah. you'll just stick with that up to and two I, And I looked at it, or I measured it. I. What did I do? I wrote it down on a, our calendar when we got it, bought the bag and started feeding her the day of, and then stopped. I think the bag lasted five weeks. Five, yeah, yeah, you told me that, mm-hmm. which is pretty good yeah, for a 33-pound bag. I think it's yeah. a 33-pound bag. Honestly, she's way better in shape, and honestly, the other stuff that's cheaper, it's 35 maybe 40 bucks, mm-hmm. and it lasts less than that because it's, we're not giving her a... I guess you'd say definite amount of food. Mm-hmm. So if you're using less Yukonuba and it's lasting a lot longer, it's almost the same price, probably 10 to 20 different. And it's so much better. Oh, yeah. What Her, about going to the bathroom? That's one. the other thing. Going to the bathroom and just... Well, your dad... I don't know if that was you that said that. Her dad said he. it is a noticeable difference. Yeah. With that cheap dog food, they'll go bathroom, go to the bathroom like five or six times a day. It's nasty stuff. Yeah. And it's all mush and not to be gross, mm-hmm. but like... And then... With the Yukonuba, once she had her body adjusted to it, it's like a couple times a day, mm-hmm. max. And just there's other there's just several things about it. Even her coat being really shiny, yep. we could tell that. Even mm-hmm. just watching the video, yeah, just from the beginning to then to now, she's always had a good coat. Uh-huh. I could tell that Yukonuba, mm-hmm. or a soft shiny coat. Yep. So that's definitely one something you want to keep keep going checking is Yukonuba guys. I know there's other foods out there, but. I will say that it's by far. I have some crazy testimonials with that dog food from friends of mine too. That just proves when they get older, it has. I think the puppy blend does too, but it has glucosamine and chondroitin, which is major joint. Uh, uh, oh my word, man! I never can think of words on here. I sound like a moron. <laughs> uh, supplements. So it's like it's it's a joint supplement. It's really good for them because a lot of labs, their shoulders will go bad or their uh, yeah. their hips. So, anyways. Well, we probably got to get off here and get ready, get going here in a second. But um, anything else you want to say about training or this season? I know we pretty much stayed on dog training, but we're um, real, real close to being done with force oh, fetch. Yeah. And like I said, oh. she's only eight weeks in a month or eight months and a week old. Mm-hmm. Yep. But are we doing it younger than normal? Is that about the age? No, there's, Chris Aiken did it too. Yeah, there's dogs I've seen done at okay. eight, eight months, maybe even younger. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but it's just on how much you work with them. Yeah. You can't expect, if you're not working with them, you can't expect them to be better than they are. But when you're working with them and they're getting it, yeah, you're good. You know? Yep. I mean, I just, like you said, you don't want to start no younger in six months. I mean, maybe yeah. some people do. Okay, one more thing I want to say before we close this. Just don't do steadiness. Don't steady your dog. Don't make them sit there for retrieves. We're, we'll do that. Because look at. Here's a here's a prime example of one phase of training preparing him for another phase. Sit stay. Okay? Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this? Sit stay. Oh. Nathaniel will say sit. And the reason we say sit stay, you totally understand that now, yeah. but at first you're like, why are you saying sit stay? So sit stay, when you tell your dog sit, they are to stay there. Those are two redundant words again. When they when you say sit, unless you tell them here or heal. They are not to leave that spot. You don't need to say stay. There's no point of saying it, right? You say sit. 
and then you walk away. Nathaniel will walk all over the place, or Morgan, I think even Morgan does that with her sometimes. You guys walk all over the place. She will not budge. She's really very steady, okay? Yeah. That's where, see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. So now where it translates is when we get to the duck pond and she's sitting on the dog stand and we start doing scenario training for duck season and you say sit, she won't get up from there. And she's going to know when you say sit that she ain't supposed to get up until you say Kelly or that's when you steady them. But in between there, until you get to the hunt-based scenario, don't be forcing your dog to sit and then throw the bumper and then say, Kelly, or back. We don't we won't do back right for now. But for, you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. need to work on that right now. Because she knows she knows what sit means. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to take away her drive. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. if we make them sit and they're still pretty young and and you want them to want that bumper or that duck so bad they can't stand it. You want to build that up. And then yeah. all to a sudden, too, it gets to a point, it gets to that peak, and now we're going hunting. And now we want them to feel that way about that that duck. But we also want them to be disciplined. Yeah. So, so that, the day of the duck hunt will keep them? No. When we go to the scenario training, that's when we're going to okay. start that. We're okay. going to make sure that she sits like she's supposed to because she already knows how. Mm-hmm. She knows how to sit, stay. Yep. And then we will not. you will not send her until you want her to. Okay. So we'll make it easy at first, kind of be like, as soon as it hits the water, actually, whoever's going to throw it, probably Morgan or your dad, throw that duck over, like maybe behind where it comes up, boom, we'll hit the, you shoot the cap or the blank. It's the, as soon as it hits the water, she's, see, she, you could tell she's looking at it, you say, Kelly, like right out the gate, because she's so new, mm-hmm. it's her first time doing this kind of scenario-based training, you want her to go, well, we'll do that. You know, maybe, I don't know, we won't do nothing crazy, maybe six, seven times while we're out there. We'll go out there again a few days later. This time, it's crawl, walk, run, right? You yeah. heard Chris say mm-hmm. that, crawl, walk. You don't want to go right out the gate and do stuff crazy. Yeah. The next time we'll go out there, what we'll do is kind of throw her off. She might break. You're going to have the short leash. You're going to have to get one of those, like an 18-inch leash where it's on her. You're not going to put pressure on her. You're not going to be holding her so she feels pressure like doing heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're gonna let it loose. But if she goes to jump off, ink, she's gonna hit the yeah. end of that thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is, duck comes flying through the air, boom, boom. We might even shoot two different guns with the blanks to kind of create that scenario, mm-hmm. like it will be. It's gonna hit the water, and we're gonna be like, "Yeah, good shot!" High five, and she's gonna hear all these loud noises, thinking you're wanting her to go. Yeah. But she's got to stay. Yep. She's got to learn that. And then when we're all done celebrating, and this is, again, this is training. Yeah. Kelly. And then boom. You know what I mean? So that is that is what we're looking That's forward to. That's just great discipline. How, how fun is that? Oh, it's a blast. And how and how good is to see a dog that will just rock solid. And you want that too, especially if you're hunting with different people that will just blast. If a duck flies over and your dog's out there, you're, mm-hmm. Yeah. You and that's not as that. bad as it. Okay, because let's say let's say Kelly's going to get a duck, mm-hmm. and another group of ducks come in, and you guys shoot because we're going to train for that stuff too. That's a different scenario, and they drop. She should come back no matter what if they fall right in front of her and bring that one duck back, and then go back to get the other ones. Okay, mm-hmm. but what you what what worries you? What I think you were really meaning to say is is 
what's scary is if she's not disciplined and she bounces out before you tell her to, and that duck hits the water and he's still alive, and your buddy goes to shoot it on the water, yeah. and that's how dogs get killed. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure no ducks are moving, everything's good, everybody's good, send her. Yeah. So, and I've had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. Okay, not to get off subject, but yeah. explain. I'm. I don't know if I'm just a dumbo and just didn't understand this, but a blind retrieves. Remember camping? Yeah. Yeah. I asked you about yeah. what a. And you said, "Oh, you're, that's blind retrieves." And I said, "I thought blind retrieves you got to be in an actual blind with cover and stuff." I thought that's what. No. Blind- so okay. So blind retrieve is when they don't see the duck fall or the bumper fall. They don't mm-hmm. see where it was. It's just out there. You set it out there when they weren't paying attention. They didn't know. That's a blind retrieve. Yeah. Okay. It, they're in the blind. They don't know where it's at. Mm-hmm. But when you're sending them back, like say in a straight line, we'll teach that later, right? But you're sending them in a straight line. They need to run on that straight line, whatever way is you point them, right? Because they're on your third side of you and you'll you'll shift your body like, okay, the duck. So I know it fell over there. She didn't see it. Yeah. I'm going to line her up, say back. You know, that's when you use the word back because it's a blind retrieve. Okay. I was I was wondering that yeah. watching a video the other yeah. day. What's the difference? Or sometimes on doubles and triples. Like if there's mm-hmm. three birds out there, you'll say Kelly and then she'll come back. You could still say Kelly on all the other ones. Yeah. But. Well, then it turns into a blind retrieve because if there's three, she didn't see where the other two went. Right. Maybe not. Yes. Sometimes they do. That's why we do marking drills too. Because you'll throw up a couple bum- bumpers. She'll watch that one. Boom. Then we'll throw another one, boom, and then we'll send her on that one. She comes back, then you'll send her on that one. So mm-hmm. she's seen those. Those are like a memory. That's like a memory skill. Yeah. But some, I'm talking about blindness where they never seen it. Uh-huh. They have no clue. Well, you send them, there's a patch of toolies over there, or you can see the duck floating, but she never seen it. Yeah. You'll line her up, you'll say back, and that's where hand signals come in straight. Because if she kind of veers off, you can whistle. Send mm-hmm. her over. Yeah, dude, it's... Yeah, I get all pumped talking about this. It's, it's so fun. Yeah. But we really need to end this one. Does that okay. make sense for the yeah, blind retrieves makes, now? Yeah. They didn't see it. They uh-huh. did not see it fall. Yeah. They never you're you're just sending them in a straight line. Uh-huh. So and we'll we are gonna try to get to that this season, but if we don't, it's hand not the signals. end of the world. Yeah. Blind yeah. retrieves, hand signals. Mm-hmm. We should be able to. In between hunts and why not? Yeah. She's learning it. She'll know it. She can learn that easy. Yeah. Might as well take Might advantage. Well, yeah. It's easy to teach. It really yeah. is. But all right, guys. Well, hopefully this our conversation helped you guys listening and, and piqued the interest and maybe helped a few people with some tips, hopefully. But any closing thoughts, Morgan? Nope. Ready for some mallards and Mountain Dew? I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> green and green. Some green wings and some blue wings and some cinnamons and some pintails. What's your favorite duck? Uh, probably a shoveler. Shoveler. What's yours? I'm just partial to mallards. You are too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hard. Everybody has a different different taste. I mean, I love pintails. Mm-hmm. I Out mean, prettiness. I think a wood duck's the prettiest yeah, duck. Honestly. Definitely the best colors. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. They're just beautiful ducks. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Well, there's nothing funner than shooting a Drake shoveler because they're oh, they're man. almost dumb. They come into yeah. it. They just come right in. It's right so there. Cool. Yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> yeah, they just lock up from the heavens. <laughs> but I do <laughs> like how you have to work real hard to get some mallards. Yes. That's what I like. The, the challenge of it is yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Can't so. just go out there and just shoot limits. You right. You have to work for it. Exactly. That's what and I if like. you do, it's something to be said. Like, you did that, that's pretty good. You know? Yeah. 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 And that takes time and experience, but it's going to be fun, so. 
Well, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we'll see you on the next one. We're excited to score, baby!